0: Hi everybody, I'm Seth Busby, Editor of Flying Solo. Welcome to our weekly podcast where we step inside the minds and lives of soloists and small business owners. Now, if the idea of networking sets you a quiver, our next guest is here to tell you it's time to expand your horizons and take the leap. Shivani Gopal has spent the last six years perfecting successful mentoring programs for women in business via The Remarkable Woman. And in 2022, she pivoted her database of 25,000 women to a new digital mentor marketplace, Elidex. It's a super app which combines the latest in data matching and machine learning technology to create tailored education programs for women at all professional levels. If you've yet to make mentoring and networking part of your life, Shivani is here to explain why it's an essential part of business growth for all business owners. Hi, Shivani. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Welcome. Thanks, Es. It's so great to be here. Excellent. I love a a guest that's excited. So I would um, like to chat a bit about mentoring and networking in this podcast because that's something you're an absolute expert in. And you started a mentoring network, The Remarkable Woman, like probably six, seven years ago. And then um, recently you've kind of pivoted it and reshaped it a bit and rebranded it as Elodex. But um, I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. But what I'd love to hear from you is kind of your why story, because you were working in finance, I think, at the time. And I read somewhere that you were getting dismissed as being kind of too young and too pretty to be taken seriously. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how that then kind of provoked you into starting your own networking group?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think As anyone should be when you enter a new organisation or a new career. Uh, For me, that was financial planning, and I was 21 years old and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ambitious as anything. And I'm very proud of of the fact that I was um, as young as and as ambitious as I was because, you know, it wasn't just uh, you know you know stars in my eyes. It was I need to make sure that I get the help and resources and support that I need in order. To, to really do a good job and to really nail this, this new remit of mine. And I realised that if I wanted to be really good at what I did, you know, books were only going to take me so far. Repetition was only going to take me so far in terms of, you know, meeting after meeting. I needed to get solid mentoring so that I could performance learn myself upwards and really enhance my learning. Uh, I'm a big believer of that 10,000-hour rule, but uh, mm. the – the varied version of that, and that is, you could do the same thing for ten thousand hours and never improve, right? You need to, <laughs> <be able> to <laughs> you need to be able to take a step back and critically analyze, and speak to someone and get advice, and then you incrementally improve each time, and that's how you become a world class expert. And so, I was clued into that very early on in life, and I approached someone for mentoring in our industry, who, as you uh, said, says that was the the story. He, um, you know, looked me up and down and. and basically didn't think I was going to cut the mustard or be in the industry for anything more than five seconds. And, and he said that I was too young and too pretty in any case to be mentored. And if I stuck around or made it, you know, over 10 years, then I should come and speak to him. (laughs) And, uh, and, you know, I can, I think you can imagine and your listeners can imagine what my inner monologue said about him (laughs) and, oh, why you you know, enter the the beliefs because uh, there was a lot there in my, in my head um, <laughs> about him. But I also thought, you know, I'll show you because I'll still back me. And uh, I then proceeded to go down a journey of lifelong learning because I knew that if I needed to be successful, that um, I needed to continually learn a little bit every single day to incrementally get better. And, uh, I also needed to have a rolodex of mentors and the one person I approached had, you know, very cruelly rejected me. And so I then created my own rolodex by um, actually getting, you know, a spreadsheet of all of the other financial advisors, their email addresses and their numbers, and I'd call them on rotation so no one ever knew that, you know, I had adopted them as my new mentor. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and and that's how i did it you know and i uh, eventually found my career take off to great heights in financial services i moved on you know as as a financial advisor in fact you know people used to come to me and say we you know need to get the new recruits to go through you and and, and learn you know how you do your meetings because it's really quite world-class um I I ended up, you know, kicking off this other guy off the, you know, the leadership charts um eventually. It took two years, but I, I you know, the, the the person who so rudely rejected me was mm. definitely showing the lights twenty four months later. Um and um and then, you know, I ended up, you know, with my career um, as a financial services executive. And what really disappointed me, says, was that Along the way, I didn't see as many women climb that rank with me. Um, and along the way, even at the very cold face at clients, I saw women, you know, earning less than their male counterparts as my clients, and I couldn't say anything because of client confidentiality. And I saw so many women, so incredibly intelligent, capable, successful women plagued with imposter syndrome and, and uh and issues of confidence and it's and I realized it wasn't because of them. There was a, a big structural um challenge and bias, you know, standing against them that was causing them to feel that way. But all the same I felt that If I could share my success formula with them then we could all get ahead and I found myself just juggling too many mentees and trying to help out too many women and I realized there had to be a better way through technology um, and that I could build a you know a digital community a platform um, one that didn't just span you know Australia wide but also globally so that we could create a rolodex for connection networking and mentoring Mm -hmm. which we do via our mental marketplace. And we could create a success Rolodex for the personal, professional and financial success of women via daily incremental bite-sized learning. Mm
0: -hmm. So how did you initially get the word out about um, what was called the Remarkable Woman at the time?
1: Yeah, so we were called the Remarkable Woman when I first launched and then we rebranded to Elodex just uh, late last year. In terms of, you know, getting the word out, uh, it sort of happened ac- accidentally, actually. I was sharing my story with a girlfriend of mine who said, uh, you know, gee, that's a really compelling story and, and you know, I'd like to share it with a journalist friend of mine to see if she'd like to write about it and I didn't think anything of it. I would, yeah, you know, sure, uh, that sounds fine and uh, I wasn't ready, says from a business perspective at that yeah. point in time, but um, that journalist happened to work for the SMH um, Fairfax and, uh, that story really caught on like wildfire. In fact, it was on the front page of the Sydney Morning Herald, uh, all day, the digital version. Oh, wow. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it sort of meant to me, wow, you know, we've got a landing page. We, we didn't even have an email autoresponder at that point. I was still building the business in the back end. <laughs> And, uh, and I went, okay, so the word's out now, um, you know, and I, I really can't fail. I've, I've really got to make sure that I um, build this into something, you know, really um, formidable for the sake of the community that I've now gone out and promised that I, I would do. Uh, and so that really helped. And, and through that, I had so many, so many people reach out to me on LinkedIn and say, Um, you know, really believe in what you're doing and I want to be a change agent. I want to be a mentor or uh, really love what you're doing and I want to, you know, be a benefactor of that. I I want to be mentored or I want to get access to some of these courses and how do I do that? Mm -hmm. So, you know, through the years, um, we ended up being talked about in many areas of uh, the national media And as a result, we've amassed a community of over 25,000 women and hundreds of mentors. And we've been able to build a a digital app, bringing that all together just from that, you know, first starting point.
0: Mm. It's a pretty incredible success going from, you know, that initial conversation where, you know, you wanted to go, actually, I am... Good enough and more than good enough. Like I'm going to surpass you, and I'm going to help other women do the same. It's it's a pretty incredible journey.
1: Oh, thank you. I I think you know resilience is a is a phenomenal thing, and sometimes it's uh, you know stubbornness is a great thing as well. And I was I was very stubborn, and you know if if this guy wasn't going to help me, I was going to find another way around. There was no way that I was going to let that be the dictator of or the catalyst for the, um, you know, success or demise of my career. Mm. And, uh, and, you know, you, you've just got to find a way. And, you know, when I, when I found my way and, 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 you know, what I mean by that as well says is, you know, there's, there's so many things I think you've got to do in order to be holistically successful. You know, you've got to invest in your own personal wellness and sense of balance and mindfulness and, and confidence and self-awareness so that when people like this, you know, this guy tell you that you're less than, you're able to see it for what it is and that is that they're seeing the world through their own limitations uh, or they are supporting you to the extent that they were only ever supported or loved or backed. They don't have the capacity to do that for you. It says more about them than it does about you. And so, you know, having self-awareness is really important, having great communication skills and leadership skills and all of that stuff is really important. And, and I invested in my own learning of that really holistically, which was a dictator of of my career success. And then the many career successes of, of, of so many women, you know, we've, we've helped women earn, um, Almost 1.5 million dollars now in collective additional salary because they've come to us for salary negotiation coaching, uh, or downloaded one of our videos on and, and learned how to do that. And we've had hundreds of women get promoted, you know, through, you know, through just being a daily learner because the nexus is there. If you learn something every day, you are far more successful, and um, it's just wonderful to see that it works and mm-hmm. that you know if you have a fire in your belly then there's a formula out there that can work for you. Mm-hmm.
0: So a lot of our listeners are micro-businesses and solopreneurs and they all have that fire in their belly in terms of their passion for their business. But I think sometimes networking and mentoring, it's something that can seem out of reach to them. Like like they often feel quite isolated, I've, I've, I feel. So you know firsthand the power of, of this networking and mentoring, what it's done for you why should our soloists and our micro business owners be making the time to do this and and how can we help them facilitate it?
1: Mm, Because you know what, being in business by yourself, I mean, first off, you know, hats off to your listeners, being in business by yourself is, it is a lonely game, you know, and you are the only one driving you and um, sometimes that can be incredibly motivating and sometimes that can be really hard because you don't have a support network, you don't have an accountability buddy, you don't have someone to just spar ideas with and that's when you level up uh, and it's so important that you level up, it's so important that you check any blind spots and um you know have someone to talk strategies over or get really strategic advice you know when you're in business there is a million things that you need to be the master of and as humans we're not designed that way right you've you've gone into business because you care about one problem one product one service and you want to deliver that really well and really passionately that's where your expertise lies it doesn't necessarily lie in people leadership or hr or um you know uh, what business structure should you set up and what you know tax environment should you take on and um you know know, how, you know, how do you manage your time effectively and, you know, all of these things because, you know, uh, admin creeps up on you. And so, these are all the things that they can learn via the platform, um, there's great business templates around there, um, you know, so that, you know, if they're testing a new iteration of something that they want to want to launch, again, um, it may feel and sound like a good idea in your head, but how do you really test the viability of that and make sure that there is enough for market, it's commercial, you know, you're solving a problem, um, you're able to scale it, what the cost margin is, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and so, they're able to learn that, you know, in the app, but then also they're able to connect with other online Entrepreneurs, other uh, business owners, and other mentors who can help them. And, uh, you know, I would imagine that any business owner has a couple, has a marketing question or two, has a distribution question or two, has a Mm. finance question or two. So they're able to then connect with mentors who are absolute specialists in that area and have that Rolodex at their fingertips rather than feeling alone and lonely and not feeling supported by an ecosystem. Because it's wonderful to be, you know, the master of your own destiny, but it's great to have an ecosystem around you that can catch you when you know when you need it um and so you know the mental marketplace would help them out there so uh it's 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 a good place to be says i would say to your listeners
0: mm. so you've spoken about some kind of common hurdles that face your members um in terms of uh that lack of support and you know renegotiating salaries and things like that what what are some other impacts that you've seen in terms of them being able to achieve their success and how have have you been able to help them?
1: Yeah, there's been this great sense of taking and reclaiming back who they are. I I find that, um, you know, people are coming in to the platform, you know, just sort of scooped up from the whirlwind of life and the busyness of life. Um And they don't realize how lost they are amongst that. And there's been a great sense of clarity being achieved on here's where I am right now, here is where I want to go, here are my goals, and here's a really tangible way for me to achieve it. So there's been, you know, a lot of that, a lot of preparedness, a massive boosting um, in terms of confidence as well. Um, and and that happens because you know when you do something that is beneficial for you, just a little bit every day, you do start to feel good about yourself, and you do start to feel really proud. And if you simply learn something every day, then you are tapping into the innovation centers of your brain, which greater enable you to do other things and tap other problems and so you know we've we found that um you know through through the app um, you know, people are a lot calmer, a lot more in control of their lives, a lot more confident. But there's also made some lifelong friends as well. Some mentors and mentees have gotten together and started businesses together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some members have gotten together and become lifelong friends and they and they catch up, you know, for years on end as well. So, there's been some beautiful sort of, you know, professional but business outcomes as um, as well as, you know, their, their career outcomes and, uh, and and business growth. On, on the other end, we've also had some business owners who had some genuine problems that they took to to mentors Um, and some of these mentors were actually able to connect them with distributors and and, and do some really incredible things that, you know, we never thought uh, would be possible. You know, we originally thought the mentoring was there for advice but um, our mentors love to roll up their sleeves and and get their hands dirty and and really help and and that's been a massive game changer for some some businesses. It's meant that, you know, they might have survived the next six months but they've gotten through with, you know, a whole new distribution contribution um, um, and uh, and so there's you know so many stories like that mm, that connection element is so important as well
0: as the advice isn't it
1: yeah it it, it really is because you know the, the world um has become a little bit of a lonely place i think technology has been a great enabler in our lives um but technology has also made us lonely because you know, it's just so easy to stay at home and watch Netflix, right? And it's just so easy to stay on your phone and continually scroll on your social media, which actually makes you feel really you know badly about yourself from a procrastination perspective. Um, so you know, being able to connect with someone actually is also a great mood booster. And we just did a webinar on this and talking about you know mental health and the importance of you know your own mental wellness. And we we talked about uh, and the webinar is available in in the app for if anyone who's sort of you know downloading the app a little bit late, that's okay. You can still watch. It's called Mental Workout. Um, and we were talking about you know creating a joy list and, and all of that sort of stuff because you know. Joy Joy lists are so much more fun than to-do lists. But we're also, you know, a quick sort of hack was, um, you know, if you're feeling, you know, a little bit glum and, um, you know, one of the greatest things that you can do is, is get social interaction, but also just speaking to someone new, that connection actually makes you feel really good about yourself, really positive, um, and and we crave it. And I think in, you know, being as busy as we are, being as hyper-focused as we are, and when you're in business, you um, you know, the consequences of you, you know, getting something wrong or, or, or not, you know, working hard enough is so high that we don't tend to prioritize, you know, human connection enough. But if you just did that every now and then, um, you know, the impact on your happiness levels um, are, are profound. And, you know, as a result, that has a wash on effect on your business too.
0: Mm, I like that idea, joy lists rather than to-do
1: lists. <laughs> Sounds like a much better way to approach your day. <laughs> it really is. I mean, you know, we, we talked about to-do lists. We 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 released some new year, um, same me, uh, which I'm really, you know, proud of because it's not new year, new me. It's new year and you are the same you and you've got to, you know, um, adapt and evolve this same you to, to, you know, elevate, you know, this new year. And so we did some goal setting um, you know, uh, lesson plans um in the app. And uh, one of the things we were talking about was to-do lists, um, they have no meaning attached to it, says, you know, it's 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 just a never-ending list. And then eventually you get overwhelmed with something and that list means nothing to you. It's just this endless um dread list or oh, yeah. endless <laughs> list that tells you, you know, how much you've been procrastinating or how you haven't, you know, used your time properly. And you know, you've got to add a bit of purpose behind it uh, and remind yourself why because when you get really busy you think that you know why when you're writing the to-do list but two weeks later it's just another line item on on your to-do list and um you know creating a joy list is um is really taking into account the fact that we are human and what drives us as human beings and so you'll be happier but you'll end up being more successful too Mm. what about accountability groups are you uh, a fan I'm a fan of all things accountability, absolutely. Accountability is so important um, because sometimes we aren't strong enough alone to be able to push through. Other times, it's just that we need a little reminder, hey, you know, Shivani, this thing was really important to you. It's coming up. You've you've got to reprioritize. And so, you know, having that extra support really does go a long way.
0: All right, we'll be back with more from Shivani after this short break. Welcome back, Shivani. It's been great chatting with you about our networking and mentoring, and all the pros and cons of the process. Pre- predominantly pros, I would say, but are there any any cons? Can you like, could you accidentally get matched with the wrong kind of mentor, and it ends up being worse for you than what what, what you began?
1: Oh, sure. I think, uh, with any kind of human element, there's always going to be a a situation where you've been matched with someone that you think, oh, wow, um, this person really just didn't get me. And that'll happen in any service, you know, whether you're looking for a doctor or a psychologist, a personal trainer, you're going to find some incredible ones. And then you're going to find some where you, where where you think, um, you know, uh, this person's just not for me. Um, and, and and that'll happen. We spend a lot of time on the vetting to make sure that the mentors that we bring on um, have the right level of expertise and specialisation and people leadership experience depending on what that mentor is offering. Um, but you may, you know, it, we've got, you know, mentor matching technology and, and you'll get matched or you can, you know, ignore that and just go and scroll through and find, you know, your mentor uh, for the time and place that you're in right now and what you need to problem solve. And you may come across someone and you go, hmm, really didn't like that advice. And if that's the case, fine, move on, find another mentor. There are plenty of others, um, in the ecosystem that, that you can connect with. But, um, you know, I've certainly had that experience myself says where, um, I have spoken to someone and I had to take a step back and go, you know what? I don't think that that advice was bad advice, but I just don't think that advice serves me. And that's the importance of self-awareness. That's why we've built our platform in a way where it's not just a mentor matching platform, which could have been a business in itself, to be honest. Um, but it's mentor matching with daily bite-sized learning that is personalized to what it is that you need around personal, professional, or financial learning. Uh, in fact, we're the only global platform that does you know both together. And, and the reason we did that is because I'm a big believer in you've got to self-educate before you delegate. Um, and it's so important that you are in the driver's seat of your own life and the only way that you can do that is to consume the knowledge so that you have the power that you need and so when you invest in things like self-awareness and there's lots of self-awareness tools that we have in the app there are personal surveys that you can you know answer questions to learn more about yourself there is um you know there there are great you know insightful videos around how to find out what your sense of meaning is in life what your sense of purpose is in life by distilling some of your childhood experiences into into now um but those things are so important because they serve you really well. So when you do come across advice where you think, yeah, that didn't work for me, you have the mental clarity to be able to spot that and then to be able to dust that off and to be able to move on. Uh, because when I, when I certainly got that advice, I, th- I thought not for me. And then I also thought, you know what, it could have applied to me, but maybe the Shivani of five years ago, but this Shivani is a different woman and she wants for different things. Um, and so then I, you know, got advice from someone else. And it's also why it's so important that you have a Rolodex, you know, where a, uh, a suite of mentors that you speak to and don't just pair yourself up with one and then just keep going back to the one. To be honest, it says I actually do see that in the app data where someone will find a mentor and they end up going back to them five or six times and, you know, certainly you can do that. There's, there's nothing stopping you from doing that in in the app, but I I, I don't I, I don't advise that. I I would say have a couple of sessions with one mentor and then move on to someone else. Get a diversity of opinions because then you're actually you know broadening your um you know your your worldview and and your scope of strategic thinking.
0: Hmm. And I guess as well, it's about not just matching yourself to someone who can um, help you build your strengths, but someone that can also help you explore your weaknesses so that they become your strengths as well.
1: Yeah, indeed. You know, you've, you've got to address your blind side just as much as you address your strengths. And that's not to say that you need to work on your weaknesses, but you need to know what they are so that you can work around them. You know, so as a, um, you know, as a, you know, a a soulpreneur you know, that's where you might delegate, you know, um, if you've got the budget for it, that's where you might go, well, I'm going to automate certain things. I'm going to delegate certain things. Or I might offshore certain things or hire someone. Uh, but I'm not going to spend time there because it doesn't give me joint, it's not a strength um, and I'm not in flow. Uh, but I'm going to spend my other times in these areas because it has the right impact. You know, again, um, you know, I I would say to, to business owners, um, you know, make sure you are spending your time where you do have that level of strength, but also make sure it's serving where the business is strategically requiring you to be. Um, So, sometimes, you know, as the founder, you need to be not just, you know, um, the founder, um, you know, chief executive officer, if if you do call yourself that. but you also need to be chief sales officer as well. And sometimes that doesn't give you joy. And, uh, you know, sometimes that that doesn't, you know, work around your strength. But you've also got to, you know, be really mindful of where the business really needs you right now and just kind of take check of yourself, and make sure you're not hiding behind a desk as well, which is another reason why, you know, speaking to someone and calling your own bluff, bluff is really important. Mm.
0: So obviously, Elodex um, is a fantastic resource for women in business a lot of our listeners are are men as well so what's any kind of advice for them in terms of how they can find out about more support resources some networking tips for them
1: yeah, absolutely. So, so yes, the, the beneficiaries of Eladex are women, um, so they can come on board as members. Uh, women and men can both come on board as mentors, provided you know you you meet our vetting requirements. Um, you know, but for you know for any you know male-only listeners that, that are out there thinking, well, I'd, I'd like to be a member and you know, uh, you know, can't quite get that that mentoring. Uh, you know, as, as part of Eladex, you know. What do I do? Um, look, it, it is a little bit harder, which is why I've developed this ecosystem in the way that I have. Um, but you can still, you know, go out and and, and access networks, um, and you would do that, you know, by the good old LinkedIn, and you would reach out to people. Um, the the thing that I want to prepare you for, though, and and this is why again I set up an ecosystem where everyone's bought into mentoring, and it's really easy to connect. Is that sometimes you're not going to get a response or at all. And sometimes you're not going to get the response that you want. And it's not because people don't want to mentor you or don't want to, you know, give you the time. It's just because they're so busy in their own lives, um, that it's, it's really hard. So, you know, what, what you need to do is, you know, go out there and join different business groups, for example, join different communities and make sure that you are getting outside of yourself to, um, to check again, your own blind spots and, uh, and make sure that you're, um, you know, executing the right kind of strategy or meeting the right kind of clients and, um, and moving at the right pace for your business. Um, and, and so to do that, um, the, the other hot tip that I would give you when you are networking and we have a training on this, uh, in the app, uh, often people won't go to networking events because it is a little bit daunting and you don't really know, Um, you know, if you're really going to meet someone or if you sort of awkwardly trying to interrupt someone. So, you know, my advice when you go to these in-person networking events is always look for groups where there are Uh, odd numbers. So if you've got a group of three, chances are one person isn't actively involved in the conversation, it's easy to jump into that group. If you're going and trying to break into a group of two, for example, it is almost impossible and you are doing that awkward dance where you're just standing there waiting to be (laughs) let in. And and I know I've been there. Uh, It's awfully awkward. I played with my rings and then my phone and then my drink and then sort of looked the other way and walked off. Um, But to the people that are in the the twosomes and the foursomes of, of the group, the advice and I have for you is, is don't close off your body language. Don't sit in it. Don't stand in a circle. Always stand in a horseshoe um, environment so that you as well, because remember, you're also there for networking. You don't, you know, you're speaking to one person. That's great, but you need to be speaking to more. Keeping your body language open and that allows other people to come and join your circle as well. So so do that um or if you're the the wanderer um and you don't want to be you know like me playing with your rings playing with your hair playing with your phone and trying to figure out oh my god are they ever going to make eye contact and let me in <laughs> um you know go for an odd group um and uh, the person out will genu- generally let you in or make eye contact and, and have a chat when you are chatting if you are stumped about what you could chat about uh follow the FORD technique it's a good one because it allow for deep conversation and not just you know, shallow conversations that don't get you anywhere. What you want to do is you want to build connection. From that connection, you get a business card or a LinkedIn scan and they will remember you and therefore you're, they will respond to your message and, and, you know, whatever it is that you want. If you're networking for the sake of just talking about, hey, how was that session or, God, it was so hard to get here. I mean, wasn't the traffic insane? Look, you spoke to someone, but did you get the outcome that you wanted? Was it a memorable conversation? Are they going to remember you? No. Um, So, the FORD technique allows you to have deep conversations. So, FORD obviously is spelled F-O-R-D and it's an acronym. So, you can speak to them about their family. So, you know, tell me about yourself. Who all is at home for you? Um, You can talk about occupation. What is it that you do? Oh, that's really interesting. You know, why did you get into that? Um, Have you always wanted to get into that? You know, is there a team around you? You know, that sort of thing. R stands for recreation. So what do you do when you're not working? And uh, and D stands for dreams. You know, if if it could be anything, you know, what would you be doing? And that gives you a really lovely template to use, a little mind map to use where you can have deep connections, beautiful conversations, drill down uh, and be remembered. And as a result, actually get the networking result that you were after.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good advice. Should you bring
1: a, a wingman with you? <laughs> to help you ease your way. In. <laughs> I think we've all been guilty of bringing a, a wingman or a wingwoman uh, along to networking and you certainly can. My advice is that you both then split up when it comes to networking, otherwise the two of you will be you become a two. <laughs> you become that twosome and sometimes you're doing it to save yourself from the awkwardness of having to roam around. So, remember that if you want to get anywhere in life and, and of course, all of your listeners know this because they had to do this in order to move into business, you've got to make yourself uncomfortable, right? Um, success comes from being uncomfortable. Growth comes from being uncomfortable. So, take your wingman or your wingwoman networking comes up split up and know that um that way if you both run into a dire situation where no one is opening up for you then you can come back together but give it a shot first and make sure you split up otherwise um you'll both be hanging on to each other for d life all night and and not really getting anywhere from a networking perspective Mm.
0: so uh, you just spoke about you know being uncomfortable but is it also equally as important to kind of find your tribe so that you've You've got these people around you that also share your same um, dreams and and
1: hopes. Oh, absolutely! It is so important. You've you've got to have people who understand you. You've got to be, um, you know, feeling that you are in a place. Um, of equals. You know, you are the average of the people that you spend the most time with. So, go to a community where you are equally surrounded by ambitious people, by business people, by people who have the same kind of problems that you do. Because I know, you know, as as a business owner, that when I speak to my friends sometimes about some of my problems, they they can't relate in any way, shape or form. Um, And so, sometimes it's nice to just get it off my chest, but sometimes it's nice to have someone genuinely understand it because they've been there too. And then it allows you to have the kind of laugh that just, you know, absolves some of that stress off the situation, then you sort of problem solve together. So it's incredibly important. You must do that. Um, but, but also find people that you aspire to. So don't just find your immediate tribe, find your tribe that, um, that push you to be just a little bit better. So again, that will make you a little bit uncomfortable, but it will make you strive for bigger and better things. Um, similarly, how do you find your tribe? You've actually got to make yourself uncomfortable, right? you got to get out of your house, out of, you know, your, your home office or your, or your workplace office, wherever you, you do your business or you, um, you know, the the plant that you operate out of. And, uh, and you've got to go find that tribe or you got to go join one, or you've got to come and join a community like Galidex. And that, that takes, you know, um, an effort a decision and uh and a change of course of what you're doing and that action in itself sometimes will make you uncomfortable but it is so necessary for the growth and boom you know you're now in a community where you've got your tribe and you're able to grow as a result
0: mm. and what about embedding yourself in your local community is that is that something that's also important if you're a business owner
1: it is, but it's it's horses for courses. Says I think um, embedding yourself in your local community is a wonderful thing to do as a human. In any case, and um, I often feel really good about it uh, when I when I do do you know community events and I give back to my community and I connect with my community. Um, my my husband runs his own. Uh, business as well and uh, and he sponsored a, a local community and when we were walking with our son you know on on uh you know up and down our local sort of cafe strip we live in the inner west you know just seeing his logo on the floor there was just this beautiful sort of homecoming sort of moment um, uh-huh. as as well and, and and it was great and it served his business right um but you've just got to make sure that if you're spending money towards it um cash flow is king and queen um you've really got to make sure that you're spending money supporting something that is of the exact demographic and audience that is going to serve you and that's going to have an ability to convert. Um, So, it's, it's, it's a great thing to do. Just make sure you ask yourself, is it going to yield the customers that I need? Um, or are you not looking for customers? Are you just looking for brand exposure? Um, then it'll certainly do that too. But just make sure that your objectives are lined up and make sure that it delivers um, until you're in a position in a business to simply give back and, and do good. And if that's the position that you're in, then absolutely go forward and do as much of that as you can.
0: Mm -hmm. And does the same go for when you're looking for a networking group or a mentor, you really need to be very clear about what it is that you want to get out of this
1: relationship? Oh, absolutely. Um You've got to be the driver of your own success and you've got to think about that in everything that you do, in every meeting that you go to as well. You know, don't just roll into a meeting for the sake of the meeting. What is the agenda of the meeting? What are the objectives? Um, You know, how quickly can you meet those objectives so that you can move on to, to other things unless you do want to just you know, stay and, uh, and and connect on a human level, which is a different objective and you're fulfilling that and that's great. Um, and the same goes for mentoring. You know, um, what is it that you want to get out of this session? Every time I've done a mentoring session or an executive coaching session, I've always sent my own agenda in advance and I remember my coaches going, Shivani, or the dream client and I couldn't understand why because um, surely everyone would be, you know, <laughs> sending and, and you know pre-creating and not just turning up as a passenger so it's it, and it's 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 too easy to be a passenger because we are so overwhelmed with a million other things our brains are overloaded technology is overloading us right um, so it's too easy to turn up to meetings and mentoring sessions being the passenger and um, create frameworks to tap yourself out of that mentality and that comfort zone, be in the driver's seat, have an agenda, know what you want to get out of it, tell your mentor in advance and find that kind of mentor. If you've got a marketing challenge, go and find someone who is, you know, the CMO or head of marketing or a marketing manager so that you can ask questions around it. you know, if you've got a, a strategy problem, you know, go and find one of the many consultants on our platform and, and you know, go go talk strategy, um, you know, and, uh, but then have your questions laid out, have your problems laid out and, um, and, you know, know what you want to get out of it because then it will actually be really fruitful rather than, oh, let's just, you know, have a chat and get to know you. But also know that that mentor wants that from you as well. They they want you to be successful. They want you to get as much as they can out of it. You will not believe the amount of mentors who come back on our feedback section of the app and gone, hey, just did a mentoring session. I really hope I helped. I really hope I added value. It's really interesting for mentees to know that because the mentors, they really want to support you. They want you walking out of that meeting going oh my God, that was an incredible session. I got so much out of that. That was a game changer. So, so they're there wanting to deliver that outcome. All you've got to do is ask the right questions.
0: Um, Does that also come back to that kind of imposter syndrome side of things where, you know, we all kind of feel like maybe we're just not
1: matching up to the expectations? Absolutely. And, The thing you've got to know is that we all suffer from imposter syndrome um, and lack of confidence and a sense of self-doubt. That um, will happen no matter what role you're in, no matter how senior, no matter how accomplished you are, unless you're a psychopath and unless you're a narcissist. And, uh, and and in that case, run for the hills. We all know some of them. (laughs) Right. And if you sniff that out in someone, you know, run for the hills, do not interact with that person. It's never going to serve you. Um, but otherwise everyone, everyone suffers from it. I, I remember mentoring, um, you know, a a chief executive actually, um, And, uh, he was doing a, a coaching session, sorry, no, a a presentation. And, uh, when he, when he got off stage, he did a cracker of a job as well. But when he got off stage, he sent me a text message and said, was that Okay. Do you think they got it? Um, Do you think the message resonated? And I had this, you know, lovely sort of chuckle inside going, gee, it happens to all of us, doesn't it? So, you know, as a mentee, if you're going on and you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to connect with that person just yet because I'm not ready. You know, I'm not at the business stage yet where I'm ready to talk to someone of that caliber. Um, First off, um, that's probably your self-doubt and your imposter syndrome talking. Get out of your own way and just book that meeting, write an agenda and then move into it right? Um, you're already a business owner. You already learned how to jump off the cliff and build your parachute on the way down anyway. So, this is just another version of that and mm-hmm. um, and and just do it. Um, the, the second thing is if you're asking yourself that because we we have had that, you know, feedback from time to time um, is maybe you're just asking someone too senior and, and, you know, you don't need the CMO. You've got a real tactical marketing question. So, go to a marketing manager uh, who's on the app and, and talk to them instead, you know, don't go to the CMO of, you know, a a massive organization because you're going to get too high level strategy instead. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but, but either way, if it's your imposter syndrome talking, you know, get, get out of your own way and and just move because your mentor's also feeling that imposter syndrome. It's uh, not just you, not that anyone would ever admit it, but it's there. (laughs) So, uh, just one final question, Shivani,
0: if I'm, um, one of our soloists and I've not yet taken the leap into either getting out and networking with my community or finding myself a mentor to help me because I'm feeling hesitant. What first step should I take?
1: Find, uh, find your tribe, find out who it is that you want to connect with. So, you know, if you're a, uh, you know, a, a soulpreneur and, um, and, and you want to, you know, go out and get a mentor and you are a woman or identify as a woman, you know, the, the easiest thing you can do is just download the Elodex app and, uh, and you know, you'll have that mentoring um, marketplace and you'll have all of that learning and that network there for you and and it's all done and built for you. So, you know, it's your life is a little bit easier. Um, you know, if, if you're a male um solepreneur and you're looking for you know a, a network then you know just do a little bit of research around um you know what kind of you know network you're looking for what kind of mentor you're looking for and it's a little bit more manual you know you, you will need to sort of trawl through linkedin and um and you know reach out to people and 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 so forth but definitely do it definitely put the effort in and um and do that for yourself because you know for every couple of messages you send out you will get you will get a message back from someone who does say, yep, you know, very happy to help and, you know, very happy to have a chat. My advice, however, to you would be don't just reach out to someone and go, hey, um, it's Shivani, this is what I do, Um, you know, love your background and would love to catch up for a coffee sometime if you're free or a Zoom if you're free. Um, (laughs) Don't don't do that because uh, I cannot tell you the amount of messages I get like that on my LinkedIn And the first question that goes through my mind is why? Why do you want to catch up with me for a coffee? What do you want to get out of it? Um, If I don't know that, then I don't have the time to just have coffee with 20 people a week right? Or a 30-minute Zoom catch-up. And I love how people simplify, you know, just a 30-minute Zoom catch-up, you know, like, you know, <laughs> they all add up, you know, I, I I need to run my business as well. And I, I also need to have a little bit of work-life balance. And the person on the receiving end is also going to feel that way. So, so don't send that message. Send a message that is really relevant um, and really appeals to them. So, when I get messages like, hey, Shivani, um, you know, I've been following you for a while and I really love the way that you've, you've built your business. And 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 to be honest, I actually am trying to build a business as well and it's in this space. And I've come across these two challenges and I think that you might have you know, come across it yourself or maybe are even experiencing it now. And I'd love your advice on how you might solve it. If you've got, you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes spare, and you are up for open to a conversation, I always use the word open to because very few people would say, no, I'm close to that or I'm not open to that. Um, and if you're open to a conversation, um, then I'd, I'd really love to pick your brains on this. Um, here's my details. And then I go, oh, this person's got a problem. I can help solve that problem. Yeah, sure, I can add value in, in twenty minutes or thirty minutes. I'll, I'll give you that time, but I'm not just going to have aimless coffees with people.
0: Mm, yeah, no, the specifics are, are so important, and you gave a really great outline there of of how people could and, and can approach that initial connection.
1: Yeah, oh, wow. I hope that I, I hope that helps. Thank you so much
0: for your time this morning, Shibani. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. I
1: hope we can talk again very soon. Um, Thank you. I hope we can too. Thanks so much, Ces. Bye.